Hello, welcome to the Retro Rejects podcast about heavy metal, music from the 80s and 90s and uh, other Films, stuff. Yeah. TV shows, Yeah. Uh, on this week's show, we're going to be talking about The, the Blob, the horror movie from 1988. Yeah. So, The Blob 1988, you wanted to watch this, so what was it that, um... Actually, that's a terrible opening. Yeah, <laughs> so why did you so want to watch So what do you want to watch this shit for? Yeah, you're not going yeah, to yeah, pick yeah. films. Why, uh, why do you have taste or wants hmm. or feelings? No, I just, I, I saw it mentioned, I was reading through a couple of movie threads and I saw it mentioned online about, like, uh, I think it might have been a Reddit post, was like, my God, everyone in this film just dies the most terrifying, painful, horrible deaths and they're not, they're not bad people, they're good people. And I kind of went, oh yeah, I suppose, mm. yeah. And I was like, oh, is this right? I'm going to go back and watch this because it's been so long since I've seen it. I was like, yeah, I do remember it being a bit horrifying. But like, hmm, you know, maybe I was just younger watching it. But mm. no, um, it was enjoyable and uh, quite gross and horrifying. It, it's the effects really stand yeah. up, don't it? Well, and, some of them. Well, and actually yeah. gave me, uh, it snuck into my dreams as well last night. Oh, which, really? Which often doesn't happen. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's a lot of uh, gelatinous goo and ooze in my dream last night. Mm. And I was like, woo <laughs> <laughs> So um, obviously it uh, achieved its uh, desired effect then, I think. Mm. Well, um, it's the thing, uh, you'll know the story. I, I can't say his name for uh, technical reasons. Legal reasons. Legal reasons. But, uh, I don't know who you're There was a guy that we used to hang around with, and um, he used to have recurring nightmares being chased by uh, a ping pong ball. <laughs> a giant ping pong ball uh, that had come after and try and kill him. And mm, then, like Pac-Man? Yeah. No, they all used to just bounce just after him, I think. All right. And then when he'd hide in a house to get away from it, it turned into a black bin liner <laughs> and slide under the door. So he was kind of... Yeah, but what, wasn't people... I don't know what they were called. They were like around when we were the rubber balls. That... Oh, they're like super bouncy balls yeah, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the rubberized balls. Mm. I suppose it would be a little bit like, wasn't there something like that in The Prisoner, the TV show? Yeah, yeah was it was like a big inflatable kind of thing. Yeah, I think it used to... Um, uh, kind of engulf, envelop the, the people. I don't swallow. know. Swallow them, yeah. yeah but I don't know. know if he used to kill them or what because uh, I think it just brought him back to whatever. Yeah, because I think I looked at some of the prisoner when we were younger. I, I, I just hated did. it. Yeah, same, yeah. Um, like the, there was a guy that we used to hang around with, actually used to share yeah. a house with us at one point. I was like really big into it to the point where he went off to the island and all that. Now, where they shot it. Yeah, uh, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you didn't actually go into the TV show. But I always found out. It was, it was just, always just, yeah, I just never, I suppose it's a bit Doctor Who-y for me. It's just yeah. that kind of sensibility where I'm like, this one wasn't played that much. So, you mm-hmm. know, kind of like in Ireland, it's not as if it was played on any of the Irish TV channels. So mm. it was a weird thing to come across for people of our age, I think. Yeah, that's true, I suppose, um, yeah. But anyway, The Blob. Yes, The Blob indeed. Yeah. So what were your thoughts then? On um, well, the I loved it. I should have seen it a load of times. Oh. That's why I was surprised when you said it. Yeah, no, um, it's just I haven't seen it in such a long time. It, because we were originally going to do Casino for the show. And we watched Casino. And then I was kind of thinking, it doesn't really fit the... 
And that's, yeah, it's not, you know, not your usual sort of, well, of course, it's also in the mid-90s as well. Yeah. It's filmed rather than 80s and yeah, all that kind of thing. But it, it doesn't quite fit our, um, yeah. our horror, metal, music. Yeah, I, I think we're kind of getting kind of like the teams are developing, yeah. Mm. Um, I love Casino. I think it's a great film. But yeah, I was surprised that you went for the blob. Yeah. Um, over pleasantly surprised. Oh, uh, very pleasantly surprised. How pleasantly surprised were very. you? Very. Very pleasant. <laughs> yeah, very pleasantly Good. surprised. That's great. But, uh, Happy for you. Yeah, it's, for people who don't know, it's directed by Chuck Russell, mm. um, who we covered as well with uh, he did uh, Dream Warriors was oh, his first movie right. um, he worked on another movie I can't think of the name of it but another movie with uh, Frank Darbont who was also yes. involved with the Dream Warriors yes. uh, the two worked with each other and they came up with the idea of rebooting the blob um, yes, and, and Frank, they I, was off, bit, yeah. I was actually a bit surprised because I again it's been ages since I've seen it and I saw Frank Darabont's name come up and I was like yeah oh, I totally yeah. forgot that he was I forgot that it was Chuck Russell as well mm. like completely and utterly forgot that with it um, and there was a lot of I don't know the, 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 I must look it up actually uh, with the soundtrack the soundtrack sounded very uh, similar to to what the uh, fucking the Dream Warrior soundtrack, oh, right, 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 right. and even at the end of it, they had like a, a rock band kind of mm. doing a Dokken esque kind the of outro, outro kind of yeah. Thing, yeah. Um, but as well, there's a lot of people that end up popping up in Frank Darabont's mm. movies and, and TV, TV shows later on, yeah. The thing, yeah. Mm. Um, and when you kind of look at it, there's it's it's looking at um red letter media. Anyone who hasn't seen any red letter media. If, kind of uh, videos you should go and check them they're, they're fucking hilarious they've been around forever anyway mm. so they don't but um they did the blob there a while did ago yeah. yeah um I was looking at a bit of it last night and they were saying that it's actually the perfect remake mm. and as well they said something that I didn't really think about before they were saying people go on about all the remakes happening nowadays but the 80s was rife with it. Them, yeah. and you kind of go fuck it was yeah it was like but it was because it was all these movies from the 50s and the city. you yeah, know I think there was, there was a longer like, gap between them and absolutely. there was such a difference in the the yeah. like you look at the the, re, the version of the original blob mm. um which had Steve McQueen in it and Elmer Fodd or someone like that. <laughs> And the difference in, like, you know, basically jam yeah, yeah, <laughs> as opposed to this gelatinous blob and melting people. Actually, it was um, Joe Russell said that their idea for this was that they wanted to have it like uh, an inside out stomach. Yeah, with so the acid, acid digestion. Yeah, that's on the outside, yeah. But I suppose it's actually kind of close to what they eventually came up with because it's yeah, just it was, yeah. pulsating horrible mounds of mm. flesh and goo and just... Well, on the Reddit thing, what they were saying, because mm. I came across that as well myself, um, and they were saying about that it's just a thing that people still seem to be alive within the stomach. Yeah, and I've never caught that before. Yeah. Um, with That's how people, they're, like they're being slow, well, slowly dissolved and melted. Mm. And it's, it's a very horrible, painful death. Like, yeah. You know, it's... Ugh. But, and kind of like consumed bit by bit as well in the case mm, of like you know sort of the old man the old tramp who comes yeah. across it at the first and it's the instance. thing it's been a long time since I saw the original like a very long time since I saw the original blob and it kind of follows the same beats as it, and, but it kind of um a mess I suppose actually we just jumped right into it like for people who have never seen the blob and why you're listening to the podcast mm. with people talking about the blob um uh, instead of looking at it, yeah. it's beyond. But it, it's the whole thing with it is that it's about 
a creature falls from outer space and it starts devouring people in this small town mm. and, but the and it di- grows as it consumes basically yeah. as well but the difference in the first one it was an alien kind of thing in this one it's a government experiment but mm. you only find that out later on that when the, the government show up and they're trying, trying to, to contain the town yeah, yeah. Um, so it, it's uh, and like I mean the person who you think it probably well like unless you're an idiot you know that kind of like he's going to be the good guy in it mm. um, but actually you don't because like they have like there's a cheerleader and like the fucking the quarter pack they're going out on the date and you think the two of them are going to be the yeah the main leads and all the rest and then yeah. they have the bad boy who doesn't really talk to anyone he yeah. his motorcycle and he's a bit of a loner and he wears a leather mm. jacket and he's got long hair yeah who ends up being the hero because like the person we think is going to be like the main character and it gets he's one of the first people to get killed by the blob yeah and he gets like a horrific fucking death like, yeah it basically it. falls on him from the ceiling and just mm. melts him alive very slowly again as well with lots of screaming yeah and it's one the, the, the main female character and basically it's she's pretty much a final girl I think mm. you could kind of call her and she's like turns out to be one of the stronger characters yeah she's it? off kicking everyone's ass and yeah. around saving her little brother and going back mm. for her parents and you know brave her you wouldn't expect someone to be brave yeah and that's it it's a, like there's a good cast in it mm. um, like I mean it's Shawnee oh god what's her name Shawnee Smith is it um yeah, Shawnee Smith, who people might recognise from... What? Say, You're looking at me. What? Yeah, uh, Saw. All right, sorry. Saw franchise, yeah, that she's like Jigsaw's hmm. uh, helper, yeah. yeah. Um, and she, she's brilliant in that. And like, she was also the, uh, I can't think of the name of the character, but she was in the first TV the thing to stand yeah mm. and she was very good she's a great actor like she, yeah. she's just good but um yeah Kevin Dillon Matt Dillon's brother brother yeah I, I don't know if he's brother. younger or older uh, who people might remember from uh, Entourage and other mm-hmm. things but yeah there's loads of character actors like I, I don't know the names of the, the people after, but like you see them they're in The Mist and in The mm. Walking Dead and stuff they pop up in Frank Darabont's films which I think is quite nice that like there seems to be this connection between all these people that yeah they kind of keeps, come back and yeah. they enjoy working and I think mm. it kind of it brings a kind of a Stephen Kingy type of feel to it that it's all somehow in the same universe or they're mm. all interconnected kind of a thing you know well it's that Stephen King thing as well I don't because like the main character is called Flag mm. and he's got like um uh fucking much of a letter jacket. you know there's like I mean I don't think it's meant to be Flag because flag, if it flag, was yeah. it, well, like he could have called the well they could have fit into Stephen King's mm. um stuff easily yes, I think with later board. stuff yeah, yeah. Uh, with it but uh, it's yeah <laughs> yeah yeah yourself, yeah um but the, the special effects I thought were absolutely phenomenal because it's and it kind of it was very um I don't know organic I suppose to use the term as well but it, you could it was believable as well that, that it started off with this kind of small little gelatinous blob mm. that was like eating this guy's hand and then it was like oh it suddenly consumed all him and it got that much big much bigger and then you know, it was just slithering and sliding around and dropped on other people. And then every time it consumed another person, it grew mm. and it grew and it grew till it was like the size of a small building. Well, kind of thing. it's uh, as well, well, I was just looking at a video, but it was another Joe Blow. I think we keep citing Joe Blow kind of like a... Um, oh, you do. I yeah. Don't. 
Uh, that's because you don't pay attention. I know, I don't uh, watch anything. Uh, but uh, they were saying that the uh, stuff was made from uh, uh, the material, the same stuff that they make milkshakes from in McDonald's. Oh, no. Yeah, so that should be enough to put people off milkshakes Well, in fairness, I suppose, <laughs> yeah. actually. Do you remember I got a milkshake years ago from McDonald's and mm. I didn't bother finishing it, but I forgot to throw it out and left it on oh, the side? Oh, the next day it was like basically... It actually was a fraught. bit like fucking the blob, I suppose, yeah. when you think about it. It was, it turned into this horrible, like, goo and you're looking at it going, I'm never drinking one of them milkshakes oh, yeah. again and I don't think I actually really did go back to McDonald's not that I'm trying to ruin McDonald's right, uh, but it's just my god when you see what it kind of disintegrates into when you leave it alone mm-hmm. it's like wow yeah it may, yeah, I can see how they would be making the blob special effects out yeah it was fucking yeah but like when you go through because there's a lot of different I suppose this is one of the things that I love about 80s mm-hmm. horror movies and so with the practical effects and that yeah. people are trying different things and a lot of the, not a lot of times sometimes it looks a bit shit mm. but you kind of it's a suspension of disbelief mm. um, that's there which you don't really you know I think when it's a CGI you don't really it get that properly it properly takes you yeah. I think when it's CGI and you actually kind of go oh God, that looks really cheap yeah. whereas even if it's a bit shonky if it's like an actual you know a proper special mm-hmm. effect you kind of go I can see what they're aiming for and it doesn't take you out of it as much I don't think well I think as well there's no kind of say uh, artistic direction with CGI sometimes mm. with it because it's just like trying to look real mm. and as well everyone nowadays has experience of playing video games I've yeah. seen a really really good um, like it, say Marvel movie kind of like that has mm. like really expensive CGI in it and if you've got like a smaller budget movie and you try you, you can't compete yeah it ends up looking like Minecraft or something yeah you know? whereas like in the 80s there was like loads of low budget movies that they used their imagination and creativity to make things that even though you look at them kind of go looks a bit but you could kind of go how did they do it you know that's mm-hmm. what a lot of times people were doing because you didn't go oh my god that's a real blob yeah you know you kind exactly. of go how like, the fuck what they is do it that made of? how do they make yeah. it exactly and there's stuff in it like with this mm-hmm. where there's stop motion um animation and it's not like perfect by mm. a long stretch yeah but you kind of look at it and you kind of go you know it's kind of funny and it's kind of cool it kind of throws back to harry house and stuff and mm. but even apart from that as well i mean i suppose you have to realize that we as viewers and audiences have become more sophisticated i suppose because mm. like back in the day you'd see someone like you know that i suppose they have the, the background kind of back projection they are not even a green screen but it is the back projection or whatever and they're under front of going oh no i must run away from the blob and you're like Clearly the blob is not behind him. Clearly mm. he's just run, running across the soundstage. But years ago, to be honest with you, I wouldn't even necessarily register because you're like, wow, well, that's kind of cool. Like, yeah. you know, And it's just because you're used to being able to pick out all these things that it but becomes more obvious you knew, as you get further away. I think away Tarantino does it very well mm. in stuff like um, Pulp Fiction where you were saying that with the, the screen behind, like mm. with the driving of the car. Yeah. You see, that's um, thing. A lot of things um, with that, you don't, you, 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 it registers that. It's just sort of like a... I don't know, a kind of a role and, you know, a sort of back projection screen, but it just looks, because you're used to seeing it, like how many countless driving scenes I've mm. seen in TV shows, cop shows, all of that. And you just go, yeah, it's fine. Seinfeld did it as well. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's like they're sitting in the car and they're talking and it's the same fucking five yards yeah. of this highway that gets played over they and make over it again. Gone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where it's like the Coliseum behind. And you know where it takes the piss out of it. But yeah. it's that, I think what happens a lot of times probably over the last couple of decades with movies is uh, same thing with games where people got caught up in it trying to be as realistic yeah, as possible realistic hyper yeah, realistic where it's yeah. like ah, you, there's film, no style yeah, in it. film is very forgiving as well as opposed mm. to say digital or like you know VHS or anything mm. like that you can get away with a lot more on, on actual film you know the film grain and stuff like that just lends that kind mm. of soft 
I suppose almost star quality to the stuff as well so it kind of blends the rough edges a little bit more mm. whereas if you're filming it with like a camcorder nowadays you'd be like oh my god that looks awful yeah but but that it's well there was what was the oh I think it might have been dead something it was a thing there a while ago we saw where it was like about this YouTuber that went off to a haunted house and he was kind of um, mm. he was he was after fucking getting caught up in some kind of shit where people were after really turning on he went to this house but it turned out to be real haunted and it was kind mm. of it reminded me an awful lot of the evil dead mm. um, I think it might have been dead set or something like that mm. uh, but it was it was fucking brilliant it yeah. was one of the funniest kind of films I've seen in a long time the effects were diabolical in it, mm. but you kind of went, this is really good because you can tell they're putting it together themselves and mm-hmm. it works really well in the with the tone of the film. Yeah. And your man was really engaging as well. Exactly. I think it's a husband yeah. and wife duo. Mm. I think they're they're working on another couple of movies as well with mm. stuff, but it was brilliant like. Yeah, but I suppose that's, kind of, as I said, like sort of if you're going along with the actual storytelling with the other visual aspects of it, if you're invested, you're willing to overlook mm. a small bit and your brain actually almost does it for you as well. Yeah. It's not like you're sitting there going, oh, look, I can see that was clearly like, you know, a, a room that was upside down so that the blob could drip down from it or, you mm. know, roll along a fucking rolling surface or something like that to make it the effect to move and you just go, oh yeah, cool, the blob is out or something. Mm. But that is well, one of the things they talk about on Red Letter Media, I was going to say there, that what they say... About it being like, say, probably one of the most perfect remakes, mm. um, is because it follows, and this is kind of probably the skill of Frank Darabont mm. as a screenwriter, where he doesn't like go fucking apeshit mental on it. They kind of stick to the original story, but mm. they just kind of tweak it slightly, I suppose, yeah. make it a bit better, really. Yeah, um, modernize it a bit. Yeah. I suppose it would have been the fear, fear at that kind of point in time of like governmental sort of mm. you know biological warfare or getting involved in all of that kind of stuff yeah but as well it has um i didn't think of it until i heard that that it has a lot of kind of perfect setups and payoffs mm. which a lot of movies miss out on now that yeah. they don't like you know which is a very basic kind of screenwriting to the point where you kind of go oh it's a bit cliche but it's mm. that's how you get people invested in things yeah. where you have a bit of a, you can create arcs with characters mm. with it so you have like the start he's trying to do the fucking jump on the motorbike he fails of course later on he does the the whole stunt gets away from it mm. um there's lots of other ones that I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, even mm. with like, you know, her, oh, it's actually very funny as well. I'm going to say this now because I know I'm going to forget and this probably drive anyone that's listening to mad. It's like, why don't they just talk about one thing? <laughs> but the humour in it yeah. is brilliant. I think the way it starts off with the guy, we we'll call him Paul and his friend Steve. Mm. When the, they're two like football players go into a chemist and one of them is buying fucking condoms for himself. Mm. When he gets up to the counter, the, the chemist who's giving it to him, then the priest comes behind and he's, oh, they're not for me. They're, they're for my friend back there. He's a degenerate who wants to. Mm. But then it's the guy who the condoms weren't for, but he's going to pick up your woman for the date. It's the chemist's. Uh, the father, yeah. yeah. He's sitting there <laughs> going, ribs, <laughs> yeah. uh, um, And that's Art Le Fleur. Ah, yes. what, what a fantastic name I have yeah. to say but yeah I mean that's I think people try to almost be a little bit too clever nowadays they're kind of like oh you can't like be obvious and you can't flag things up and like throw a few red herrings in there and mm. you can't like as I said you can't have like the setup and the payoff where you can kind of the audience can kind of see where they're going if mm. you're paying attention I think people are trying to do too many 
I don't know. I know it's very old at this stage, but you know, like twists, like sort of, I see yeah. dead people. They, you know? Yeah, and it doesn't work. And people, mm. I think once you have a twist in a film as well, it can be good fun. Yeah. And it can work really. But if it's like a really bit, like in The Sixth Sense, mm. um, I've never looked at that film after the first time looking at yeah, it. Yeah, because you, you just kind of go. Uh. And I think if you have too big a twist as well, the audience sometimes feels cheated because they're expecting things to go one way and they suddenly pull the rug out from underneath mm. them and it's kind of like, oh, that was a bit sort of. It didn't quite resolve itself or you felt a bit flatter and like that, yeah. you know. Whereas, not that the blob signals things up. It's not like, you know, semaphore that it's like fucking, you know, massive, massive like warning signs before something mm. happens. There's still surprises and there's still genuine like moments and like kind of, oh, I wasn't expecting that kind of a thing. But as I said, you kind of right, okay, they're, they're sort of starting to pay attention to like this character now. So this character is going to, you mm. know, be like, I'm not going to get caught by a new blob and then he gets caught by a blob, yeah. you know, so it's and it's all like you were saying that Reddit thread it's the Mm. whole thing that none of the people in it are like bad no they're just some other than the government guys yeah but they just happen to be in the wrong place at the Mm. wrong time and a lot of them are actually trying to do the right thing like the one of the very first uh, well the second death I suppose is like you know the football player he was mm-hmm. in the hospital with the old guy who initially had it yeah, he was trying to help him yeah like, he yeah. was like ringing the, he was trying to help him he was ringing the cops going oh my god you got to get down here there's something happening you know something going mm-hmm. on and then it's just like blob yeah. you know and he's just dissolved alive. and the waitress mm-hmm. as well she seems like a really really good person super nice and yeah and she's got, helpful yeah. and she's kind and she knows mm-hmm. everyone's business and right. she like gives him a slice of cake at the end of the night mm-hmm. And, you know, even people who are just, they're not even established yet as anything, you know, sort of the chef that was in the restaurant. Mm. It's like, you suddenly go back and it's like, oh, this guy is going to like wash stuff in the sink and he just gets horrendously sucked into the sink like fucking <laughs> bent in two yeah. and like oh, you that's know. the deaths are fucking great yeah. but the waitress is dead in the phone box when the blob starts mm. coming down on top of her and just basically suffocate. suffocates in yeah, and, and she tra- smashes the yeah it's a bit yeah. like that fucking that soap that <laughs> got exploded oh, yeah. out of the ocean yeah but uh, I was going to say as well the, the sense of hopelessness there where mm. she's calling the sheriff who she could be going on a date with and kind of he's half a live corpse kind of just floats up against the window in the blob in the blob already because he already tried to come to the restaurant to try Mm. and help out or see what was going on but he just got sucked in by the blob as well and um, the the guy who plays the deputy as well Mm. people might recognise him as he was like one of the bad guys in Robocop as well Mm. with a horrific melty death in Robocop as I remember he was the guy who got the fucking the the Mm. nuclear waste Ah, nuclear nuclear waste uh, spilled on him um, and stuff but where would you rank this I in- quite enjoy it because I mean again it it has that old sort of trope of like you know you think it's all over but wait there's more we can <clears> set it up for the sequel because we see again it's this whole like fucking set him up and knock him out of the park kind of a thing you see that the blob can't tolerate um, cold <clears> uh, and it kind of it freezes into these weird little crystals if it gets touched by the cold but that what we're talking about with the setups mm. it, start, it starts off with a snow globe she's mm. looking at it then there's the whole thing he's working the, the your man Brian or whatever his name fucking mm. kind of like Dylan's character is working with a mechanic who's making like a snow machine you know he's yeah. got the thing and you know there's all those yeah just all the way along like uh, so I mean it sets it up for the actual the ultimate demise I suppose at mm. the end where like the town is saved but then of course we've seen it earlier on like you know there was a few crystals saved in a glass jar mm. and then the very last by the scene, priest exactly yeah. and of course bloody religion isn't it mm. and he's there looking at it at the end he's got his own tiny little bit of blob that's uh, in a glass jar and it's like well that's going to break out and eat him soon isn't it mm. he thinks he's in control but it's 
it's all these little setups and oh yeah I remember that I remember when he picked oh right that's where that went now mm. kind of a thing you know but that's it could have been it would have been nice to see a sequel mm. uh, to it with that setup, you yeah. know where. But at the same point, you kind of go, well, you know, it's probably a good ending too, yeah. because you can't have it in the same town as well. You can't have the same characters coming yeah, back. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, um, sure, they know straight away. Oh, I just get some like fucking. Yeah. You know. Because with movies like that, with sequels for movies like that, it doesn't really, you know, doesn't really work. Like mm. say with Fright Night, I think it works because it's about revenge. Mm. Um, Friday the Thirteenth, obviously, it's just. Friday yeah, the 13th just, yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street flash. it's the same as well yeah. but like you, you know it's you can't like I mean I think Gremlins when they did it when they moved it to the city was you know mm. with Billy where it like I mean it was kind of taking the piss out mm. of the whole thing where it's like you know all these same people in New York City all of a sudden you know mm. the same stuff kind of happens with it whereas if you did something like that with this I think it'd be the same it's like why are they there why yeah. would they be mm. you know and I, one of the things I suppose I enjoy and it's, it's a bit of a trope again at this stage in a lot of horror films is like you know sort of the, the townspeople there's a few people know what's going on they're trying to battle it by themselves then all of a sudden they see the government agents swooping in and they're like, mm. oh, thank God, the military are here to help us and mm. save the town. Not realising yeah, the government are actually, yeah, yeah they're, they're either to blame or they're they're actually going to like lock you down and quarantine you in your town and eventually end up killing you because they mm. don't want this bi- biological hazard getting out. Yeah. So there's always this twist and this turn that, oh, we're saved. Oh, shit, we're in worse trouble than before. Mm. Oh, no. <laughs> and now suddenly you're battling two bad guys. You're battling this, you know, this mindless entity of the blob and you're battling the government. Mm. I think when the government were fighting the blob it was kind of funny as mm. well because it was like they're trying to shoot it I know yeah and so like, and you're mm. just like why surely you know that this doesn't yeah, work yeah you're you know? the ones that set it off in the first yeah. place yeah that's it but like I mean I, I think it's a good companion movie with the thing which is also a remake of like a 50s mm. movie um which is a remake of <laughs> yeah, exactly well all those kind of remakes like The Fly as well would have been another good example oh, yeah, yeah, all, yeah, all yeah, these kind of like body well, actually, horrors yeah. as well where it's like oh a science experiment got out of mm. hand and all of a sudden then people start you know turning into like, I mean you have The Fly where he like vomits on people and disintegrates mm. them as well there's all this gooey horrible squidgy mm. like mm. and apparently they didn't need any special effects for that oh, Joe, Jeff, Jeff Goldblum just, just went like, and met it or but I mean the, the, that's I forgot about the fly it was mm. it did seem to be a thing where it was like these B movies and mm. perfectly suited 80s movies for yeah. being remade because they were B movies and you know where mm. there was even like even though they were beloved back in the day when they were made first as well mm. you know they would be very fondly remembered and I can remember I'd seen the fly the 80s version first and then I went back and watched the old one and I was like oh this is actually this is terrifying as well until I got to the end and I was like yeah, me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah and you're yeah. just like oh this has just been ruined for me now the fucking we must do the fly remake yeah. at some point because it is fucking there's some uh, again, horrific shit uh, in yeah that. like I mean uh, the whole like the series of the fly films like I mean the inside out dog is just that fucking mm. for me as well and the fact that I was like kept alive for like you know scientific research mm. purposes it's so tra- anything to do with the dog in a film I think it Did just they... seems to be terrible was there another remake of the fly a while ago there wasn't was there I don't know I maybe mean, there was to, talk of that they were to going to do one um uh, good old Brundle fly yeah. um, but um, well yeah it, it's I think kind of like it's a good companion piece to the mm. thing 
Yeah. I wouldn't uh, high, hold it in as high regard as the mm, thing, but thing, the yeah. thing I think is probably yeah, it's kind one of the, of the best movies off. ever yeah. made. Like Absolutely, you know, yeah. like for as much as the Blob has got going on with its cinematography in it, Blob has got going on. <laughs> yeah. Beyonce do a song with the but you know it's not. Um, it's something that you'd put up there with Unforgiven or so. You know, kind mm. like you know, there's not. But it is. It's it's well shot movie. It's mm. like. For what, like me, it doesn't need to have, like you know, Quentin Tarantino. I know, cinematography yeah, doing all of that. Well, like, in fairness, cinematography is actually fairly decent itself, anyway, as well. Mm. And I mean, again, these kind of horrors where it's like this relentless, almost mindless force, this weird creature that no one has ever dealt with, mm. and nobody knows how to, you know, and it's just it's it's going to consume you one way or another. Because that was the whole thing with the thing as well, you know, it's mm. just this horrendous body horror again, and like it's just going to envelop you and you know sort of take over and I suppose again that you know it's harkening back to sort of invasion of the body snatchers and all that yeah that was words. another remake as well that yeah, was done in the it, I suppose yeah. the late 70s I suppose so, so I think there was a remake of it again mm. in the 90s yeah so this uh, fear of just sort of being consumed helplessly consumed mm. and overpowered by like this uncaring unfeeling unseeing mm. entity like you know I wonder so it, it's always a reflection of the time and the sort of the, the big fears of the time so well a lot of times it's, well, it's nearly always a fear of science mm. or kind of like science gone gone wrong yeah, yeah I suppose um, yeah. well like I mean that's what a lot of those B movies in the, mm. the 50s uh, when like it seemed like movies were kind of going people were fed up of all the, the gothic kind of horror yeah, movies Dracula and a Castle kind yeah of thing, and yeah. it kind of came back then in the 60s I suppose mm. all the gothic stuff with the Hammer Horror movies and then went away again in the 70s yeah so was things around about yeah. yeah but it was that they went for the B movie. I suppose it was maybe I don't know, kind of like the logistics of the um the special effects back then. But you know mm. the way that they it was always like a giant ant or a fucking yeah. giant turtle or some you shit. Just put like it that, closer yeah. to the lens, basically, yeah. put everyone else further away. <laughs> and they went, so maybe they were just cheap to do as mm. well because, like for sure, Roger Corman was like the master of all these things. Mm. Um, although I'd imagine he would have been probably t- I don't know, but you know, kind of like it was those kind of which they, they still get made like that mm. but like stuff like Asylum mm. uh, movies which they're just awful though most of those we've tried looking at a few remember that Sharks on the Moon shit that we oh god yeah mm. uh, tried looking at there a while ago um, we were going to do a podcast on it and it was just so bad we thought we wouldn't yeah, yeah. force that on anybody else mm. <laughs> subject but, um, to it it's yeah, like they. Oh, excuse me. They kind of knock them out. Mm, I bit my tongue Aww. as well. <laughs> I thought it was a blob, and I bit it. I'll show you stomach. <laughs> yes, and turn yourself inside out. Mm. Your stomach is just disintegrating on the floor. Mm. Lovely. Well, would you watch it again? I would actually not immediately immediately straight mm. away I'm not saying we put it on yeah, again today. now yeah. this second Joe yeah, we're actually doing the podcast let's mm. watch it but it, I mean it has all the sort of the it kind of touches on everything that makes a horror film good like it has the it has the visceral body horror it has this relentless sort of villain I suppose you could call it that's just it's it's virtually unstoppable no one knows how mm. to do it it's a whole townspeople slowly one by one people are, oh my god there's this alien thing and people are like you're mental here have a sleep and mm. go sleep and shut up and sleep it off kind of thing and then slowly everyone starts finding out the sheriff, the priest, the teacher, the high school kids, the moms, the dads, the brothers everyone gets involved you know and it's sort mm. of it is it paints a nice picture of a small town in America, mm. you know. I forgot as well that there was like there was two really really young kids in it, and one of them gets killed. Mm. And like I mean, I think we've said it in other podcasts before. Very where it's, rare it's kids. Very rare get kids killed. get yeah. killed. Yeah. Um, 
But like the kid that gets away, it's like your woman's uh, little brother. He was in Return to Living Dead Part 2, mm. I think, if I'm correct. That kid is going to grow up to have some warts, warped sense of oh, reality. Sure. He's, he's fucking probably older than us now. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I mean. Uh, he's probably a very strange adult. Mm. But um, there was, uh, he's the, the other, he's friend's brother. Mm. He was like a, an usher in the cinema. Yeah. And I was looking at him when he came That's down right, and I was yeah. like, is that fucking Jameson Newlander? And it was. Mm. Yes. From? Lost Boys. Yeah. Uh, which I was really, because I never copped that before yeah. seeing, looking at this, because he looks slightly different. It was just thing when he was, I was like, fucking hell. Yeah. Um, yeah see, wheels within wheels. Yeah. Like well, see, he didn't do much after Lost Boys mm. at all. For some reason, his career didn't really take off um, mm. like the rest of theirs did, which mm. uh, I think was a crying shame because I thought he was probably better than fucking, you know, I'm a middle. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I know. So it was kind of like, it's got that kind of horror yeah, it's like pedigree, I suppose. Yeah, pedigree, really, yeah. that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, and there's kind of a lot of... You can keep yourself entertained, I suppose. Like, oh God, that's the guy from that, that thing. There oh is a lot, a lot of that, isn't it? Yeah. A lot of oh, people... where do here. I know her from? It is yeah. like, fucking, who the hell is that? Mm. Thing? So the, familiar, yeah. yeah. The haircuts in it, though. I, uh, the, they're the, spectacular. Apparently, Kevin Dillon was like a savage over it, like, because he's <laughs> got like a... Mo- I thought it was his real hair, apparently it wasn't. Thank God, um, says It he, was yeah. a wig, but you notice it as well with Shawnee um, Smith. Yeah. character as well it's, she's supposedly got really long hair but it, it seems like her own natural hair just kind of peters out somewhere around her shoulders and mm. there's this weird little sort of hair extension thing stuck in under it so she's long hair which can I suppose the the reason for it is her hair gets melted off by the blob at some mm. stage and she managed to escape so I'm sure she probably was like you're not cutting my real hair thanks but even much. even the mother in mm. it with the, the perm was just like you know the, the, I was a little, I think I turned around to you at one point and said what the fuck was going on <laughs> the, the 80s with 80s, their so, hair because when you do look at you just go what are you trying to fucking achieve but like, that's the uh, thing I mean like, you look back at it and you're like what were people doing in the 80s uh, but you look around now people are going back to sort of the porn stashes of the 70s they've all these mm. weird mullets and shave sides there's the, the whole broccoli head phenomenon thing that's going on you know there's man buns mm. not looking at anyone in particular mm. but you know another 10-15 years people are like what the fuck are people thinking with their, I know, yeah, but their weedy just... little you know sort of pedophile moustaches <laughs> and their, their <laughs> broccoli hairstyles yeah. and you know you mm. oh, leave John Williams alone <laughs> <laughs> but it's it was just the perm yeah. because it was just like yeah, yeah all the mums back in the 80s uh, sure looked like 70s footballers yeah that was like it was, it was just like <laughs> it was just so bad but it, it did fall into that thing where it was like every mum in the 80s and particularly yeah. in movies trying to copy uh, Spielberg's mm. kind of which a lot of them did I think you know like there was that small town yeah. uh, thing and you know it's suburban kind of like oh mum oh shucks you know yeah mum's uh, always looking at uh, yeah, yeah. Up and of course then again when you're talking about the foreshadow and the mum with the like put on your coat it's like oh so cold it's uh, and the know. zip yeah and yeah. the zip got stuck and then of course uh, that was a big sort of a plot point later on mm. where the zip got stuck and he couldn't get away properly you know it's yeah. just all these little tiny little here's a little hint oh do the hint pay off yeah mm. yeah, yeah sorry yes. go on then yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. you were silent there well, you were talking that's why I went quiet yeah okay <laughs> you normally talk over me and normally not listen to it at all what I don't have a voice no you don't no oh. I'm glad you realised no that no voice and yet I must scream yes <laughs> what's that from can't remember. Computer game. Tron. <laughs> oh, it's a computer game called I Have No Voice. But oh, no, no, there was, there was a... It's, from, it's a quote from a book as yeah, well. Yeah, it is, yeah. Uh, I think it's like Ann and Barry. <laughs> 
Exubra. Yeah, people outside of Wait, Ireland so won't have a clue of this. Yeah, uh, Anne and Barry, they're like children's readers for yeah, like. Anne and Barry were like the the jigsaw and. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, from yeah. So that's true. Yeah. For, sure, remember there was Paul August Neve. Yeah, the yeah. Irish version. Yeah, that's I remember we got into trouble in school for that. There was a, because Paul and Neve were always on a projector. Uh-huh. and someone thought it'd be really funny now this is people you'd have to be from the fucking 80s to remember this yeah. with the ring pulls from the cans alright yeah Um. so someone got one of those when they pulled it out of the can and shoved it into the thing and it was like one of those I can't remember it it was like cheap rip off kind of coke one so the, the ring pull was really big right it was circular and kind of had a thing and they thought that oh well if we jam that into the projector it'll when it'll come up it'll look like pole and neve busters yeah they just put it in and got stuck in the thing and fucking broke, broke the, and projectors are very expensive as well yeah. the overhead projectors how ah, did and we were like, oh, must have been like that before <laughs> <laughs> but it was I remember I can't remember who did it but I remember when they were doing you know it was kids your imagination this is going to be hilarious yeah. and I was like no, no it, was it fell just, flat yeah, and yeah, it just yeah. ruined a very expensive yeah. piece of equipment and it wouldn't have looked like no, <laughs> Ghostbusters the Ghostbusters crossed yeah. symbol at all mm. no ah mm. oh, the imagination of children yes yes mm. But yeah, that's what I can't really think of anything else to say about the blob. As good as it was, it's yeah. not. Um, well, I suppose the special effects in it, like I mean, it was you know sort of a kind of kept on turning into something else and something else. It started off just mm. looking like a little blob of like actual gelatin, like gooey sort of like. Ugh. Well, and then it was like it turned into this sort of meaty kind of it turned, ten- turned into like a giant meat wad. Yeah, but, yeah, but that's exactly what it was. Yeah. Is meat wad actually? Yeah, there was one bit that I thought was really funny when it was like just fucking massive, and it was after being. In in the cinema and it was like going along the street like you know reaching out and dragging yeah, nom, 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 that, nom. like that looks <laughs> kind of, you know it's you can see that that it doesn't fit the, the yeah, two things the together. perspective yeah. is not, not quite um, right but you kind of go oh, yeah. in a weird kind of way some of the stuff in that that white works really well in it with that is mm. uh, it seems like it's a throwback to the 50s or the 60s when those things do happen like mm. with the stop motion yeah. where you kind of go oh it's probably a tribute to it where it's mm. not like it's just, <laughs> yeah, it's just <laughs> same kind of techniques yeah. but it was nice as well that it was, it was kind of as kind of obvious I suppose as the blob is insofar as like oh it just sort of like blobs over people mm. and like swallows them whole there was all there was like inventive little ways that it killed people as well like you remember it started the, the court and couple out on like you know oh god I forgot point. about that I forgot all about that and he goes but, off yeah. to like mixing a, a very well stocked boot in his car he's yeah. got like a cocktail bar and, and he all was sorts like, of I'm shit I was looking like. him up because I was like he looks familiar he was in like um, Baywatch for a long yeah. but he was in fucking Alf so I don't know because I can't remember the names of the characters and yeah. I think he might have been the kid the that kid was in Alf, Alf yeah. lovely there you go mm. and he grew up to have a very fine cocktail bar and he's in the boot uh, of his car and he was a horrific predator because yeah. when she fell asleep or well, and, well when she supposedly fell asleep yeah. he was oh you're and she was your woman out of uh, under siege oh right yeah. okay right and as well. that's the thing there's loads of people in, there's loads yeah. of people but yeah when he's going to feel her up when she's asleep or passed out yeah and she's actually after being like consumed by the blob from the inside yeah. out and she rolls over and all these tentacles start whipping out mm. and kind of like that's suffocating that's done very cool that's very oh. Craftian as yeah, well it is. That part. but that's yeah, the thing it's like there's all the, it's not just like it's just blah 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 mm. blah 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 <laughs> yeah. the town like you know it's just that was a soundtrack to it done by Angelo Badalamenti <laughs> but it's a, the whole thing with it as well I suppose if it was remade nowadays 
I, it either go kind of really cheesy fucking mm. taking the piss out like oh my god we're getting chased by and have like uh, Kirsten Wig and fucking yeah it'll be kind of part, part comedy type yeah. thing yeah um, what's the thing I can never think of her name uh, Melissa McCarthy mm. um, you could picture her and something like that yeah exactly um, or else they go very very dark Lovecraftian Yes, thing, kind of know? a bit more the mist kind of a thing. Yeah. yeah. Whereas, well, it was kind of, I think, not necessarily a remake, but similar to it was James Gunn's Slitter. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. Come to think yeah, of it, yeah. it was very, because it was, mm. like, it had a lot of the... The same the, kind of, yeah. Yeah. The same beats, I suppose, mm. in it, yeah. Uh, with it, um, but it was, like, James Gunn's version. Yeah, so it was a very life. darkly comic, and yeah. But it was, yeah, small town America gets consumed by a mm. horrible fucking organism kind of a thing. Yeah. Uh, and not Donald Trump. <laughs> like Arsenio Hall here. Yes, I know, and I love that you actually did your own little bum tush. Yeah. Sorry, even though no one can Why see didn't it. I did zing. All right, sorry, yeah. I'm zing. Okay. Yeah. Which was for some reason pulling an arrow. <laughs> Uh, um, so that was the motion you were indicating rather than yes. the drumbeat okay fair enough mm. that's granted the dog was just huffing in disapproval yeah disappointment I think yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah uh, the blob mm. Remake, 1988. It's like, you know, when people talk about Batman 89, that that's mm. the same. I think that's what you have to talk about, the Blob remake like that. Same, the Blob 88. Yes. Yeah. Blob 88, yes. And we just, well, I discovered, you might have known this already, but Larry Hagman directed oh, the Return of the Blob or the Son of the Blob. To, yeah. What be, the hell? Yeah. Jesus. No, I think he produced it. Right, okay. Um, but yeah, I know. I heard Larry like, yeah. and of course everyone in Ireland was like, "Oh my God, Jr." Jr. Ewing. Yes. Well, yes, yeah, so that's the trivia. People <laughs> 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 going, oh, right, "Yeah, uh, I don't care." <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, I suppose yeah, we wind up there, sure. I suppose and just say thank you to anyone that's after listening. Um, if you're after finding us on Substack. I discovered how to put the, the posts in kind of further because it's not fucking that it, it's the podcast I thought was separate from the blog posts uh, the but, blog posts yeah, yes I did the blog posts yes, yes. but um, yeah we're putting little articles up with these oh, um, the things, blog just blog. kind of like a little bit of rambling Bob about blog stuff blogs. Bob blog Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah. Yeah. Yes. You can write them now, then. No. you're so funny. <laughs> I'm not funny um, at all. But yes, look, thank you very much. Yes. Um, do the, uh, you can follow us on socials if that's your thing. If not, uh, fine. Yeah. <laughs> but so, until next week. Blah, 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 blah. Blah.